Hello everybody and welcome to the Chats with Lisa podcast. In this space, I will be conversing with different humans on topics that inspire me. We each have a unique essence we bring to the world and my hope is that my guests' stories will bring you encouragement, validation and inspiration on your journey as they share theirs. And of course, I will be infusing human design into the conversation too. Enjoy! Hello, Elle, and welcome to my podcast space. Hey, Lisa. So good to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, and thank you. Thanks very much for taking the time to chat to me. Um, the way, uh, yeah, I've, I've been wanting to chat about entrepreneurship for a while, solopreneurship, yeah. really, um, because that is. I didn't start out in this role, in this space with my work. I worked in the corporate industry for many years and I have had to sort of wean myself from that space. And I, on some levels, it's still happening. I haven't weaned myself completely. Um, so I wanted to speak to someone who went through that as well. And yeah, for, and also what was interesting for me is like your profile in human design, you're a six, two profile and the yeah. six is this role model, but life for you happens in three stages. It's like from zero to 30, like to your Saturn return, it's this trial and error process of trying different things, experiencing different things. And then from 30 to 50, you sort of go up onto the roof, contemplating all of this, ticking the boxes, like, what have you learned? What am I taking on with me? What am I leaving behind? And then from 50 onwards, you move into this like Buddha role model role, this visionary, like, yeah, sixes can like look into the future. So mm. I really wanted to have a chat with you, particularly for that reason as well. Or I cool. saw it afterwards, which was cool. So yeah. I want to sort of for you to come down from the roof and tell us, like share your vision, <laughs> your vision for the future. Um, yeah. yeah. But if you could introduce yourself, I your Instagram says you're a behavioral alchemist, a generation blender and a keynote speaker. I would like yeah. to add there a galactic being. Yes. I feel like you are very connected to the other worlds. Like, yep. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and I know on your, you're holding the space with Taz and Al, you um ask some of your guests um who they are so yes. i want to turn that on to you and tell us like who is al okay cool <laughs> so first, first of all um i just want to say i uh, we've got a one huge storm going on here which is fabulous mm. right yes um <laughs> something alchemical happening in the sky so if you mm. hear sort of bangs and whatnot that is just the storm happening which is very cool awesome um yeah so okay so who is al so al is definitely an alchemist mm. um I'll, I'll just leave it at that um on multi-dimensional levels uh, mm -hmm. but i'll i'll talk a little bit more to that maybe as as we get further into into what I do in the preneurship mm. space. Okay, so mm. here's a term. Um, if we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, I mm. I have to tell you, in the last like five years, that term 
kind of jars a little bit for me. Okay. And, and, you'll, and, and I'll tell you why, mm. because, you know, I mean, we all know, right, that there's so much change happening, right? And yes. part of that change is language and, and the way in which we, we articulate stuff or try and describe stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. If I so resonate it. with that. Yes, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So you know, often we, we we actually don't even have the words or the the mm. constructs to describe kind of where we are now. And and in in many ways, this entrepreneur word is very Western. Okay, mm. so it, it's mm. a. You know, it is. It's a very Western term, um, mm. actually French originally. Um, so, wow. you know, being African for me, the term doesn't resonate. Okay. Okay. Um, mm. And so, and it's interesting because a lot of the of the um, the space that I share, the co-creation space that I share with young preneurs, African preneurs. We talk a lot about this, you know, we, we, we really kind of like, okay, well, so what is the, what is the African, well, how do we Africanize this, mm. you know, um, and we haven't really, I, I don't think we've nailed it yet, uh, but, but I think we're in the process of it, but really what I've started doing is really taking the entre away and just, and using preneurship, right, mm-hmm. and then adding whatever form of preneur you are so you used um earlier i think you said soul preneur soul yes um you know a lot of people are, are solo preneurs township preneurs tech preneurs uh creative preneurs you know you can put whatever you want to in front of i love preneur. that yeah, yeah exactly because you so can the, be a, a preneur who um sort of falls as by very specific purpose like a practical you know brings a practical solution to the party or you could be like a soulpreneur where you really put your heart like into it's it's like it's your medicine it's coming from another place what you have to offer Mm, yeah mm, so it makes sense yeah so for me it's just a little bit more um kind of like descriptive and and almost in a way, mm. a story, you know, which which yes. is what Africa's all about, you know. I mean, we are mm. we're beautiful storytellers and stuff like that. So it takes it, takes this whole kind of construct of of entrepreneurship and and and, and a, out of that linear space that it is, I think, in the West. And I'm mm. not knocking the West, I'm just saying, you know, I, I think we we are we are in a different kind of space in Africa, and we really mm. are shifting into these beautiful new spaces so yeah I I think what we're trying to do is is and I use this term a lot I mean people that listen to our YouTube channel will know Mm. this is moving it out of linear and into more of these kind of quantum spaces Mm. um and yeah so so it's all about preneurship and you can figure out exactly what kind of preneur you are Mm. um and for me um if I take you said who is Al? So Al, who is the alchemist? Um, I, I I kind of spend well all of my time because it's it's the essence of who I am in weaving golden threads in this mm. um, 
entrepreneurship space. So, so I'm, you know, I'm, I, I do have the gift of connection. So finding amazing beings um, that can contribute in this, in these spaces of entrepreneurship and then mm-hmm. weaving those threads so that we, we begin to create amazing communities right um you know in these spaces so so and i call them the co-creation communities so yeah Mm. that's probably i mean it's it's a little bit abstract a little bit galactic but Mm. as you said it's exactly who i am so (laughs) yeah so so that is in terms of 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 kind of who i am that's me i'm I'm a weaver and i'm and i and i'm an alchemist in the weaving process that's beautiful. And how did you come to be a weaver? How did you, can you tell us, share your story with, yes. I know okay, you were so, in the corporate industry. Yeah, yeah. hundreds. So I will, so I'll, I'll, I'll go back. Um, and, and I just loved your intro of the stages and then, oh my word, I mean, it's just smack <laughs> Do you on, resonate like, with it? Smack <laughs> on. Um, so... Oh, you know, you I did the proverbial, you know how, and look, I'm Generation X, right? So let's, mm. let's put me into a box for the time being. Um, <laughs> and, you know, went to school and was all about, um, you know, the generation of, of women that were definitely going to have careers. Absolutely no question about that. And mm. um, not going to be supported by the, the masculine so very, very driven to get out there and succeed. Let's word it like that. Um, so, you know, did the proverbial, went off studies, et cetera, et cetera. Then um, actually went into the retail space for a period of time and then joined a big uh, Fortune 500 uh, mm-hmm. company based, uh, obviously, big presence in South Africa. But I, I worked in the subsidiary of it. Um mm-hmm. Which, which actually was more of the kind of fashion cosmetic space, uh, which was very um, interestingly, very externally focused, right? Mm. Um, but, I mean, I have to say for that period of time, I loved it. I traveled extensively. So, you know, I got to see the world through through the job. Mm. Um was very connected to the feminine in the role, as you can imagine, but the feminine that was all about projection, you know, so what yes. do I look like, the, you mm. know, the external beauty, all that kind of stuff. Um, then moved, um, so my husband at the ask, time. Mm. I want to ask you, what was the culture like in that space? Yeah, no, very interesting. So, the, all, the, the business itself was led by the masculine. Mm. Um, so you can imagine in a very, at the time, female-orientated mm. uh, industry, but the, but the, the, the management, because in those days we didn't really understand the concept of leadership, mm. the management were all male. Um, <laughs> you know, really, really interesting. Yeah. And... I mean, it's a good question you ask because mm. for me, I was exceptionally driven and ambitious. So I had a kind of was very focused on having a seat around that decision-making table. Mm. Um, and 
and and and but I realized, and I think this is indicative of of the Gen X generation, is that I was not going to get there being feminine mm. uh, in mm. terms of behaviors. I was the yes. only way I was going to get there is if I was aligned to the masculine energy that was making all the decisions. Yes. Oh, and, I know. I know. That's space. So, well, exactly. <laughs> mm. So, so, and this mm. is actually pivotal because, um, you know, I did. I mean, and I wasn't the only one, but I literally sacrificed, and I call it, it was, a, it was mm. literally a sacrifice of my feminine, my, my, in, you know, my, my truth, my, mm. my inner mm. feminine, divine feminine, I, I sacrificed and suppressed. Um, and became very masculine in my being as in not externally, but, but, but actually even externally, I mean, you know, the way we used to dress, I was thinking about it the other day, like all these <laughs> suits, pantsuits, you know, mm. um, and I know there are multitudes of women out there relating to this, but, you know, double breasted, uh, jackets, big shoulder pads, you know, I mean, this is honestly how we present it um, yeah. back then. And, and for sure, I mean, I eventually made it into, into those, into a decision-making space. Um, mm. But even then, you know, the never truly being heard, mm. never truly being seen for the gifts that I could, I could bring. Mm. Uh, so there was always, um, you know, the almost cynicism and, but I mean, we can all relate to this, you know, and, it, and yes. look, I'm just saying as it is, I've, I've, I'm, I'm happy to say I've, I've recognized this, done so much work on, on, on my inner journey to, to mm. release all of this, but, but one has to share this, you know, cause it was very, very, yeah, real. definitely. Yeah. And, um, and the reason why I wanted to speak to you is to have like, to get those bits out as well, because we mm. often on social media and things like that, we see like success stories. Yeah. No one shares their journey, like yes. what they had to go through. And for me, the corporate space, like in my astrology chart as well, who I am and my mm. work, my career and myself is so closely related. It's the yes. same thing. Yes. Can't. And for so many years, I tried to like it's like make made it you know that yeah. until it became unbearable and I had burnout Correct. my child yeah. had eczema like I had there were there were health issues that was like my body was screaming at me to make a change yes. because I wasn't in line and I was unfulfilled because if you and do at the end get the pot of gold or whatever it is that you think you're going to get it doesn't feel good no <laughs> because no. you lost yourself during the process no and that. I mean, you've nailed it. Literally, like, lost mm. yourself. You know, um, mm. I mean, I, yeah, well, let me, I'll continue my story. Yeah, because it's sorry, very I interrupted kind of you. To that. No, 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 yeah. but, but I'm so glad you did. So, mm. so, yes, there was all of this going on. And I mean, on paper, if you, if you ticked a box of very yes. kind of clinical, what is success, old school thinking, mm. I was ticking it, right? I mean, I was traveling mm. the world. I was, it did cost me my first marriage. Um, mm. So, but you know, things for me, it's like, okay, huge lessons learned. So it's all part of the journey, right? Yeah. Um, but then, um, yeah, I, I 
then there was an opportunity. My my second husband was offered a, a, a well, what we wanted to move to to England actually to just experience something. It was never an immigration. We just mm. literally wanted to get um, international experience. He's in the hospitality industry, so we we decided right, let's let's go, let's do England, and and we did for four and a half years, and there I. I went into a management consultancy space, which was actually very enlightening in that I suppose it, it, it gave me amazing insights into, into the consultancy arena. Okay, so, mm. um, so, so out of major corporate, but more into, okay, so how can I add value to clients, whole mm. different ballgame, you know. Yes. Um, and, and so it was. It was. It was a great time. Uh, have being South African was very interesting for me because, you know, one one imagines, and again, I'm not knocking the West or anything like this, but this is these are just my my perceptions and yeah, my, your observations and my yeah. observations but but I thought wow I'm I'm going into a first world country this is going to be incredible um and I'm going to learn so much that I didn't know in 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 in, in South Africa well to be very honest I mean I did learn loads but I also contributed huge amounts into their space Mm. And and I think what it well not I think I know what it what it what it taught me was like wow we we really sell ourselves short mm. you know in 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 Africa I think we programmed like that oh we just poor old Africa you know we all yeah, developing yeah, countries and yeah, yeah. um, whereas we learned, are the curious innovative ones who well, don't think we know it all who's able to like learn and be open to learn and not feel like yeah. Yeah, there's exactly. space within us to move, I 100%. almost feel. Yeah. And, and Lisa, that's the whole point, you know, when they use these terms mm -hmm. developing and developed. I mean, what I experienced is is actually, if you think about the language, you know, that yes. it's almost like, well, we are, we are a developed nation, so we, we don't have to evolve. Absolutely. Yes. So it's almost yeah. like the evolution stops, you know, and, and in some oh. cases, it almost starts moving into devolution. Hmm. Um, whereas... You know, we because we embrace this, and yeah, we are developing nations. You know, it's it's a beautiful space. We we exactly we, we're massively creative problem solvers, and you know, we make a plan. I mean, we just because mm. a lot of the cases we have to in order to survive. Exactly. So yeah. it was very very interesting in terms of of what you know what I learned, but also what I contributed, and I'll never forget a a function that I went to, I think it was six months into, into me being in this organization. And the, the, the CEO of the consultancy came and, and sat next to me and he said, so how's it going? And I was like, good. I said, but I'm, I'm definitely the round peg in the square hole. Mm. And he was like, well, that's exactly why you're here. Mm. And I went, really? And he went, absolutely and he said don't think we never saw that you know or recognize and he said Alison I want to say to you the day you start to fit you need to come and see me 
because we need to make a plan. I don't want you fitting. Wow, I'm having goosebumps. And I promise you, Lisa, because, mm. yes, because for me, that was like, oh my word, he, he sees me, you know, he, mm, he, yes. he gets it. It was the mm. first time in, in, a, in a kind of career space that a masculine got it. You know, mm. it was almost like, oh my word. And, um, and that was, and that actually gave me the freedom. And I am a massively free spirit. I mean, I'm somebody mm. that, if you ask me what my number one value is other than, than love is creative freedom, you know, mm. just to, to give me that space to, to, to be creative and, and, and mm. free. So, yeah, so that was four and a half years of, of very interesting um, journey. And, but also the start of my detoxing, and I call it detoxing, because mm. it's almost, that's how, and I'll use a very strong word here, but that's how severe it was, you know. Mm. I mean, yeah, I had to find Alison again, but bearing in mind, I was still in, in very much a business space, a, you know, yes. all the clients were corporate. So, so yeah, so I, I, and again, I wasn't as conscious then, but there was, I mean, I was aware that stuff was starting to happen within me, but the consciousness mm. probably wasn't, you know, smack on. Anyway. Yes. So how old were you at this stage then? I was in my 30s. Okay. Um, and then, and, and, and actually we decided, um, well, yeah, kind of early 30s. And then we decided that we wanted to, you know, try for a child and it just wasn't happening not mm. I mean you know but but also you know I kept in my logical mind saying well you know do I really want to raise a child um here you know in England mm. um so I was having all these kind of internal battles but anyway and then four and a half years of of that um my husband was uh headhunted to actually mm. come back to South Africa and and open a new hotel in Cape Town. And um, I remember him, he went off to London for this interview chat thing and he was mm. coming and he phoned me and he said, do you want to go home? I was like, absolutely, I want to go home. Oh, yes, wow. it's a no-brainer. So it was, whilst we oh, were we, there, we lived oh. in, in England for four years as well. And I know that that conversation, I remember Peter and I having it as well, that moment yeah. where you're like, this is done. We're done. We're going back. Yep. And the, you know, it's like a little mini celebration. Oh, <laughs> we totally. did it. Yeah. yeah. And this whole thing of home, it is home. You know, it doesn't, mm. I mean, you can hang your hat, right? Wherever. Mm. But that that connection for me um, yeah. to Africa never went away. So anyway, yeah. we, um, we, he accepted and, and literally on the aircraft, flying back to South Africa, Chris turned around and he said to me, I want to offer you a gift. And I remember like actually stiffening, right? And I went, mm. what kind of gift? And he said, just hear me out. He said, this is, he said, and he said to me, it's just my view. I'm just sharing with you my view. He said, I think, 
you should start your own business when we get back to South Africa. He said, I think that you are, you know, you have the right uh, temperament and everything to mm. be an entrepreneur. He said, I, I, but he said, that's just my feel. I said, so what's the gift? And he said, the gift is that I want to financially support you for a year while you do this. And Lisa, I remember, I didn't even think, I said, no, that was my instant response. I said, mm. thank you for the offer, but the answer is no. And I, I still remember him looking at me and saying, won't you just think about it? I said, I'll think about it, but I, I can't accept being supported by you. How interesting wow. is this, right? You weren't able to receive. No, because mm. I never had, right? I, yeah. From, from, you know, like, yeah, I'd always been, and even from a little girl, I mean, I think now mm. when I've done, I've done the inner child journeys, you know, even from a mm. little girl, because always, you're here, Al, on your own. Do this. Mm. You know, it's like um, oh, it, and and it I makes never, me so emotional. Like hearing your story, because yeah. I have a, a similar like. Oh, I wonder if I should share this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. So yes. when Peter and I started dating, he made this for my 21st. Well, we'd been dating a year. And it was my 21st birthday and I was going to have this big party. And he made the most beautiful video for me about me, about like photos of me with a song, mm. Garden Zoids be song be called Beautiful. Mm. Um, he made that for me and he, he showed it to me because he wanted to, sh to show it at my 21st birthday party. And I was like, no, you're not going to show that there. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and eh? if I think about it now, it, it's... Yeah, it just makes me so incredibly sad. Sad, no, babe. Then, because then that dance then begins with, okay, so, you know, yep. the masculine-feminine dance. So I yes. am not able to receive, so I'm nobody, like, is able to give to me as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite interesting that you you were sharing that now. Yeah. I yeah. Bit, hmm. No, honestly, babe, I mean, sure. I, I hear you. I mean, this is, mm. and, and this And it's work. such a, I mean, he called it a gift. Exactly. Called he, it a he gift. Said he it's said it's a gift for yeah. you, but you weren't able to receive a gift. No. Like, it seems like such a simple thing, but it's so layered. And yeah. it's how we are, yeah. So, no, I completely get that. <laughs> Just mm. to share, I mean, this work, the, 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 I want to say that almost because it is, it's a detoxification, you know, mm. of, of all of this toxic stuff is, mm. is so much of the work I'm called to right now, just sharing. Mm. Um, but mm. anyway, that's another conversation. So, yeah. but it didn't, I must admit it landed. Okay. I mean, it, it, it was definitely in my consciousness of like, well, Okay, but it took me a while. So I mean, yeah. we got we got back to South Africa in January of two thousand and one, and and I did. I went to the safety zone. I put my CVs out, and all, but nothing was happening, and I was shocked. I was like, "But here mm. I am, this international experience. Like, what no, is going you're ready. on?" I'm ready. <laughs> you're I mean, I, ambassador I'm, for South yes. Africa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But mm. I get where the universe was. And then one mm. day, 
I was literally, I'm a Pisces, so I'm very drawn to the sea. And mm. I was sitting on the beach in Bloberg and I, I literally had an epiphany. Like it was, you know, and I know now, you know, it's just the universe's way of saying, mm. girl. Mm. Um, and I was like, wow, sure. what is this? Um, who am I? <laughs> Um, mm. and I just remember sobbing, like literally, uh, something cracked open. I don't know. I, yeah, it was, it was a real, sure. that was like the, a beautiful transition point, tipping point anyway. Mm. And, um, I kind of went back and well, I, did, I went back home and I said, okay, I'm up for this gift, but we need to contract. <laughs> 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 I have to bring a bit of masculine energy in the space to make it safe for me to receive. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. And he said, well, mm. what is it? And I said, well, that I want your salary or I want joint, because um, we didn't really at that point have joint bank accounts and all this kind of thing. I said, mm. he said, Alison, I will pay my entire salary into your bank account if it makes you feel better. You know, it was that. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, 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 we can have a bank account, but I have, you know, signing powers and whatever. And he said, absolutely. Anyway, so to cut the story a little bit short, it was amazing. Literally, once I made that decision, I met the most amazing woman. And yeah, we started a business together. Um, and so that decision, let me just reverse a little bit, was the, the moment that you let the resistance go. Absolutely. Well, it was, it, mm. it opened up the space. Yes. So, so, so mm. the, the momentum began when the gift was offered. I was still in resistance. Yes. Mm. Um, then I had the epiphany kind of moved into the space between. Mm. And, and when I, when I had that almost that sort of security in inverted commas that I needed, well, thought mm. I needed, um, mm. then it, it, it just opened up. Yeah. And, yes, um, then the flow happened. Yeah. Then the flow happened. And um, so so started a business uh with with Ash, um, which to be honest, uh it was it was great, it was fun, it never it didn't last. Um, but we remained friends and you know, mm. I, I think it was just early days and we were both just actually, I think, wanting to have another person in the space um, yeah. to to kind of rely on whatever, but but we realized at some point, you know what, this isn't really working. Um, we were both very independent anyway. Uh, so that dissolved. And then I literally created my own brand. Mm. Um, and, and that, yeah, so that brand, originally I had a name for my business, was very interesting. And about, um, I don't know, 20, was it 28? No, 2017, maybe? Sure. You know, I'm in timelines now. I can't even remember back then. <laughs> but um, I, a, a, a very, very dear friend of mine who's amazing, she has a design agency, and she sat with me one day, and she said, oh, you need to change your whole, and this, let's get into some preneurship now, but she said, you need to change your whole way in which you present yourself. Mm. Mm. in the space and I was like what are you talking about she said 
Why do you have a name for your business when you are the business? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, no, I'm not really. I said, you know, it's, it's, it's actually my services. She said, no. She said, people, your clients want you. You just happen to bring some services along, but actually they want you. And we shared a client at the time and she, and she used that example. She said, if you were to go to this particular client and say, okay, guys, I'm going to bring an associate and they will tell you outright, no, thank you. We would like you, Alison. And she was right. Mm. Mm. So then I was like, wow. Okay. Well, I've never had to market myself. <laughs> okay. That was yeah, like a whole a... different ball game. <laughs> yeah. Um. And bearing in mind that, I mean, my journey, my metaphysical journey at this point had really stepped up. I mean, I was mm. doing huge amounts of study and with um, and initiations and um, mm. with various teachers, mystery schools, whatever. So, I mean, I was on this inner journey as well. Um but anyway, so we, I mean, she took me on this beautiful creative odyssey. I mean, it was just, oh, and she held my hand through it. And she was, I mean, we, we, we literally came up. So if you go into my Alison Gardner website, that's a result of this odyssey. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and I, I completely sort of repositioned and then branded myself. So so that's my one business, which is wow. which is me, which is Alison Gardner, which, by the way, and so interesting we're talking now because I literally had an amazing conversation with her last week and I'm in the next iteration of my personal brand. Oh, beautiful. So that's so, evolving. Yeah. Oh, totally, 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 yes. totally. And everything what is I, going to change. But what I want to also ask is like, Obviously, when you work for a company in that corporate space, you showed up in the way that you explained to us. How did that change? Even when you were working in this business with your friend, like, yeah. did you show up differently? Did you show up still in that masculine space? Or were you then able to um, sort of tweak the way that you show up differently? Yeah. Does it make oh, sense? differently, like, babe. Mm, yeah, no, mm. totally differently. I mean, honestly, I, I, I mean, again, and 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 can I just say? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not even a hundred percent there now, even. Okay, mm, I mean, this mm, is, as you mm. know, this is a work in progress. But yeah, no, I always. mean, that year, that first year of um, of of literally then, yeah, getting back to South Africa and, and bless the mother city and bless the mother <laughs> continent I mean honestly because mm. I really did I went on this I, I called it my my you know almost my my recalling of of yeah. me you know of this creative being of this um mm. I mean it was it was really phenomenal but I mean it, it continues right um yes exactly but uh yeah, and 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 finding this creative being that 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 I always was, you know, um, and so being so comfortable with this being this round pig in a square hole kind of thing. And yeah. you know, it's so interesting, Lisa. I remember 
going to um, pitch to a big corporate, okay, insurance mm. company. Mm. And um, I was standing up and there were like these five people, bless them, no disrespect in front of me. But anyway, I arrived and I started my, my presentation and my pitch and halfway through, well, not even halfway through, one of the five people kind of, this guy kind of put his hand up. He said, can, can I just ask you, and I'm sorry to interrupt. So I said, no, no, Sean. He said, the, the way that you present yourself, is this, is this you? He said, because, you know, we, um, the way we dress is a dress code here at, at our company and whatever. And I promise you, it was like <laughs> a literal light bulb that almost in that moment I was like I, I, I just stopped and I went oh, I said thank you for that question and for that insight and I said I want to thank you guys for your time I said but I'm not for you mm. oh it was, that's beautiful I just knew it you know it was like no mm. I am not going to step into that space again of having to be the chameleon and the exactly somebody that I'm not and in fact mm. and three of the other people on this panel went no 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 we love what you're telling us and please could you continue and I said I said you know what honestly it's it's fine and I said there's absolutely no judgment here I'm just not a fit for you guys and I left how and beautiful and powerful that you like could recognize that like the universe is giving you this opportunity totally. and it was right in front of you and you yep. made the right decision. And it was you a test. yourself. I it did. Was it was a full on mm. test. It was almost like, these. Mm. It, you know, in, in my one teacher, metaphysical teacher calls them petty tyrants. You know, it's like these little tyrants that pop up and say, well, yeah, well, we can offer you probably a really good retainer and, you know, uh, and, and when you are like a dangling your, carrot, yes, like hundreds. the, the, the distractions, the, it was a hundred percent, an opportunity for you to distract yourself again from yourself and then losing yourself again. And then having yeah. to come back and find out somewhere. Um, yeah. The way. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was yeah. asking, Specifically, because I know for myself, like I, that's why I say I'm still weaning from that corporate way of thinking. Because yeah. if I'm not careful and aware when I market myself, when I talk about my business, when I talk about myself, the things I post, I can very easily slip into a homogenized, you know, like, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the, the way that everybody does it, the archetype, yeah. yes. Yep. So it's and it's and it's a trip. I mean, like, how do Tell you about it? <laughs> find that 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 balance, like between yes, you need the output and you need to put yourself out there, but then also you want to do it in a way that feels nourishing. Like yes. I want to do it in a way that feels nourishing to me. And and obviously the the piece, like the knowing yourself piece, is very yes. important. And that's oh. where human design has helped me a lot. So I can always yeah. come back to. Firstly, to my why, like, why am I doing this? Because my why is bigger than the avatar Lisa, the archetype Lisa, the, yep. this vision or this yep. time that I'm spending on earth this time around. Um, so the why and then coming back to, to who I am. Because if we yes. know who we are, 
like those distractions are always going to be there those dangling carrots and those but and and it's difficult and that's why we need each other to have these conversations to encourage each other that yes yeah yeah, and and totally yeah and i wanted to ask you like how do you find that balance and how Why do you, yeah. No, babe, I mean, you, you, mm. you know what? I mean, for me now, but geez, it's been a journey, you know? So, mm. so again, I just, I, I just want to share such a journey. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, so what happens to me now is when, when I slip into that, um, into that archetype, I now feel it in my body. Mm. Very interesting. Um. So I go, there's almost a rigidity, if, if I could word it like that. I get quite yes. rigid. And if you have to um, fit in, fit yeah. into something. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, it's like I get mm. this kind of stiffness and mm. I don't, it hits me in my solar plexus. I, I get almost like, wow. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a sensation and then, and so, you know, just to share, one has to mm. master the observer. Yes. You know, that's the, the, mm. the, 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 the only way I can word this is, is and, and, and I have to say that is something that I've, that I've mastered, is to be able to, to be conscious of my consciousness. Mm. And, and also to become very observant of not just what I'm thinking, but also how I am behaving. So, so what are those, you know, what are Mm. those, those actual actions that I'm taking that, um, that show me, wow, Al, and, and for me, it's my tone of voice. Mm. So my tone of voice becomes much, uh, much sharper. Mm. Um, and and my and I and I talk in in almost like statements. I become I am tell by nature, but the tell almost becomes amplified. Mm. You know, um, and interestingly, the first thing that that starts to slip back is impatience. I get wow. I get triggered, and so it's a trigger. It's literally a trigger, and I think that's why I, I feel it in my solar plexus. Because and again, you know, you can't blame the external environment, right? It's, it's your stuff. But and it's what's interesting. You're a projector, as you know. And what we have in human design is the not self. It's basically the ego, the shadow. It's like yes. it, it's it's the theme that shows up when you're not using your energy correctly. And for projectors, it's bitterness or resentment, and it's very yes. much looking to others and they yeah. like they are the problem or that yes. you know that bitterness yeah resentment because it's, it's resentment, it's resentment yeah. towards others yeah absolutely yeah, so that's and interesting that you described it like that yeah and and mm. let's take that resentment a little bit further I mean some mm. of the biggest work I've had to do on myself is releasing the chauvinism right mm. um because what what I what I mean so we Gen X, particularly, again, you know, this whole thing. It was a survival. I mean, survival survival mechanism. We were warriors. Yeah. Full on warriors in that space. You know, it's like, um, you will, you know, I will be heard around that boardroom Mm. table. I Mm. I will make it happen. And so, 
so there was the anger, the and, and listen, this is lifetimes of it, right? I know I've been burnt yes. at stake for this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so so then so then there was all this this male chauvinism, 100 percent you know, the patriarchy, mm. it all existed. But then we ourselves became chauvinistic. Yep. And that aha was like, oh my word, stop the blame. This is the stuff mm. that lives within you, Al, and you have to start releasing that chauvinism in you. And mm. that journey was like, because boy, did my ego want to step in and say, oh, but it's because of, oh, but it's because of, oh, but <laughs> yes. I'm like, mm, okay, I get it. No, and again, you know what, Lisa, you know, with these journeys, you know, you, you mm. can't judge yourself. It's not about no. self-judgment, but sure. There needs to be an immense amount of self-love and compassion towards yourself to be able to, to yes. look at yourself like that and be like, Absolutely. oh my goodness, this is who I, yeah. Yeah, where I've, so, where I've played along, they made the rules, but I play according to the rules, their rules. Well, I, yes, mm. or I, I chose, mm. I chose to be massively angry at you, massively, mm. um, like, you know, how dare you, victim, um, mm. Mm. you know, all of, all of these things, which makes sense in the cult light of day, okay, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, but, but that was that stuff was not going to serve me moving forward, you know. Mm, uh, to, exactly. To, On your journey. And let me and, just share yeah. with you. Mm. I mean, you were asking me about my, so, so my health. Okay. So this was a, mm. a very interesting because now, of course, we were full on into wanting to conceive and have a child. And um, I mean, we went to all of the fertility specialists that we could find. Not one could tell me why I could not conceive. There was no medical reason why. Sure. Other than, so let's go to these physical manifestations of suppressing the feminine. Okay. Mm. And I can, I, I really can speak from experience here. Yeah. But my feminine side had completely shut up. Okay. So mm. um, I had cysts, I had, that particular ovary was, was not great. Um, my, my, the masculine side, fine. But the feminine mm. side of my uterus was not happy. I suffered from extreme endometriosis, mm. um, which is all controlled, holding on. It's like mm. it's just holding on, holding on. And and so, I mean, look, so medically those things, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, endometriosis is a tough one, but I obviously went for uh, medical interventions and stuff like that. But mm. we literally did oh, years of fertility treatments, like mm. years. Sure. And nothing, it just, you know, nothing worked. But bearing in mind, I'm still now on my journey. So I'm on my journey of, of, of finding myself again. And, um, and funny enough, you know, Chris kept saying to me, well, let's adopt. Let's put our names down and let's adopt. And I was like, no, I can do this. 
I mean, mm. all women can have babies. So what? Why can't I? Really? Mm. That was the see the control. Mm. Um, Again, the masculine coming. Ooh, yeah, big mm. time. And we went for our last. So so eventually, I mean, after you know, I don't know how many IVFs and goodness knows what. Um. I knew that the prognosis, I could feel it in my body. It was just like all these drugs and, oh, it was it was a real kind of journey and a half. But eventually I, I, res, I said, yes, okay, let's put our names down at this agency. And, I mean, just the way the whole universe works. And the lady was a private agency and she was coming down to Cape Town and she met with us and, she was very open and she said, you know, I've got enough people on my books and, you know, it's not easy to adopt in South Africa and it isn't. Mm. Um, so she said, but I will meet with you guys anyway. Anyway, she met with us and literally at the end of the meeting, she said, I never do this, but I'm going to make an exception and I'm going to put you guys on, on my books. Um, wow. Yeah, it was just, and this is when I want to say, just the beautiful connection to the universe and to divine intervention and um anyway so so she did and then we had to go for all of these psychological assessments and goodness knows what but mm -hmm. um and they were in Durban so we had to go up and we did all the stuff literally with what they normally do over six month period we did in three weeks so sure yeah and it was intense and bearing in mind, I was still in the throes of an IVF process as well, right? Um, so anyway, got back and you have to put this beautiful uh, portfolio together um, for the mm. agency. And you you put photographs and stuff because the birth parents choose from, from the portfolio, right? Yes, yes. And I promise you, Lisa, like every photograph of us was like us parting or there was like, you know, <laughs> wine glasses or whatever. And I kept looking at these photographs and saying to Christmas, seriously. And he said, this is who we are, you know. So anyway, I finally did this, this portfolio, right, mm. and submitted it. And... um. Yeah, and, and and again, as I say, we were, and she'd warned us. She said, listen, you know, I have no idea how long this wait can be. I've had people on my books who've been waiting for five years. Mm. So it is what it is. Anyway, sent this portfolio off with love. I was like, and then I was <laughs> again into another. So this was the last IVF process. And... I was in the prof's rooms to, to have a scan and he sat on the bed. I could see on the scan and he took my hand, the professor, and he said to me, Alison, we've, we've reached the end of the road. He said, you, you do not have any more eggs. Sure. Um, and I was devastated. I have to tell you, it was like, and he just took my hand and he said, Alison, it's not the end of the road, however, for a child. And he mm. said, he shared, he said, you know, he spoke to me about donor eggs and, and, he, and there was actually a girl that they'd just done egg donation. She was the same, I mean, she looked like me. It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, 
same skin tone, everything. But he said, but you are not in the mental state to even think about this now. Hmm. He said, you just need to go. Anyway, so I got in my car. I still remember this so clearly. I was driving on the N1 and I don't even know how I got home. I mean, I was just sobbing. And I phoned Chris and I said, this is what's happened. And he was like, have you found closure? And I was I have no choice. It's done, Mm. you know. And he said, okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out tomorrow night and we're going to have dinner. And we are going to just celebrate us. We're going to talk about our lives and what we're going to do with our lives moving forward. Um, We're going to travel this at the next thing. And it's just, and we're going to, and I said, fine. So we went out for dinner on that Saturday night. We almost had this like plan of where, what countries we wanted to visit and whatever. And on the Monday of that same weekend, the phone rang and it was the adoption agency. And she said, you've been chosen. Oh, I have goosebumps all over my whole body. You're... I promise you, Lisa, it was, and I can honestly tell you, it was the moment I let go. Like sure. I surrendered. Yeah, does bring up lots of emotion. But <laughs> I surrendered to the universe, to just source, to mm. that if this was meant to be, there would be a soul who has contracted with us and will arrive. Yes. And so he did. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been, so I think it's important to share this, though, you know, as personal mm. as it is, because yes, I know definitely. I'm not the only woman, you know, and um, mm. and this work of, of really recalling the feminine is, mm. is just like, in, in balance, Indeed, in harmony with the masculine, yes. you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And it, it plays out with everything. Yeah. <laughs> like In what everything. you've just explained. Yeah. Infertility, like our bodies, it's not just the workspace or um yeah. So if you think about like old paradigm, new paradigm. So what mm-hmm. does it look like? The new paradigm, the new corporate space. Like, how do you see the corporate? I'm pivoting straight back into that, but yeah. How do you see it changing? Because if we, I mean, the more that we can support this feminine rising, mm-hmm. the more healthy all parts of society can be, not just our bodies, because individually we that is what we're called to do, but then it filters out and out and out. Um, yes. These Ripples, threads, these waves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so so here's what's very interesting. So So I will talk a little bit, to answer your question in the corporate space and then mm. i'll go into the premier space and yes and what's literally happening in africa but so in the corporate space sadly okay sadly we are we are still patriarchal okay mm. it hasn't shifted enough mm. and and you and i've had conversations about this lisa we are mm. we are being I don't know, I can't say we, but I know we've had the conversations, but I am called mm. back into that mm. space mm. Um, because it is still so toxic. 
Yes. And um, and it is exactly this, right? But but can I just say, because bless in this whole journey, you know, the masculines are wounded too. Exactly. So, you know, mm. and and how have they had to try and navigate the, you know, the feminine being so masculine and oh my mm. word, I mean it's it's mm. um so the, the there's these huge woundings going on, you know, on, exactly. on both sides. But but what I actually, that- yeah, that's I had this conversation with Tracy last on my last episode about the dance of the masculine and feminine. And it's yes. like in relationships, like with a man and a woman, but also yeah. in homosexual relationships, it's the same thing. In Correct. work, in everything, that's feminine, masculine dance, where if the one if the, the feminine essence takes on this masculine essence, then it suppresses the masculinity of the other side. Correct. You know? Exactly yeah, so right. the, then that imbalance. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so let's think about this. You know, I mean, we know in metaphysics, right, the feminine mm. is creation. You know, mm. the feminine is this, this beautiful essence of nurturing and, um, and, 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 and creating, you know, um, but mm. in, in, in many ways, and I say this with intent because we don't often like hearing the word, but in, in, this, in this softer um, flow mm. energy, okay, uh, uh, which is creation. Mm. Um, and then the masculine, of course, is the energy that takes action, mm. right? So, I mean, if you see that even, you know, physically, the way we are physically, it's this beautiful, I mean, there's an amazing guy that I need to introduce you to, Dr. Nick Neves, who, you know, he uses this analogy of like, like the feminine being this beautiful flower, okay, that is open and receptive, right? Mm. And then the, and the bees are so attracted to this flower, mm. Mm. right but when the flower is closed the bee sorry you're not going to go there mm. right or the bee comes along but it, then, and you've then got wanting two, to push it's the, yes exactly it's mm. like two and it can't it, it, you know so this is also what's happening in, in relationships you know everywhere i mean we see yeah, then it it's is, it's sticky it creates corners there's not this elegant dance that we're it's supposed not to be having correct mm. where the mm. feminine is almost like the the invitation yeah right and then the masculine shows up you know exactly. um, also what we see sadly so is the masculine isn't showing up mm. right so again so here's the dichotomy then then the feminine saying well oh, for goodness sake you're not showing up so now i have to take action uh. Yes. Are you with me? So it's yes. this, it's it's these so it's dynamics. A cycle. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's absolutely. Mm. And so and so what we are seeing in the corporate space right now is it's a, a big shift in terms of women in the corporate space. Okay, so that's been recognized, uh, equality and all of this. But, but all those women in their feminine. And that's that, the and question. Not. Unfortunately, mm. they're not. They're mm. coming in because he has the learned behavior of the patriarchy. Yeah. Right? It's like you're not going to succeed in this space 
unless you step into your masculine. Yeah. And you show up, you take action, you, you, you know, and, and we measure it from mm. the patriarchy. Yes. So, so this sure, is Sure, and it happens. takes a lot of awareness and um, being healed and knowing this to be able to hold your ground as a feminine, stay in your feminine essence yes. when everything around you is calling you out to be in that masculine space. Like Absolutely. Tracy explained to us in terms of the whole, like what happens with hormones if one woman in a women's circle closes up, yep. the, you know, then that ripples out to everyone else. And then exactly. everyone switches into their masculine. It's like a switch that goes on. Yep. hundred uh, percent. And, mm. you know, here's the interesting thing in this work is, is I love the idea of circles, you know, so, mm. so the, the feminine circle, the masculine circle, and that's happening. But also we need the unified circles. Yes. You know, yes. So, so where there's just, but mm. it's so safe and where this, these huge levels of vulnerability mm. can be. I'll show you all of me. I'll show you all of me and, yeah. and, and, and you mm. show me all of you and mm. we, you know, in the masculine and the feminine being there and the, and the, mm. so that, and these deep levels of humility and everything so that we can heal not separated anymore, but together, yes. yeah. you know, is, is something mm. that I've been, I've just been sitting with a lot, but, sure. but okay. So to go back to preneurship and what's happening on the continent of Africa. And I, and I just, and this is why I know I'm here and, and, and why I'm here. Mm. Um, but if you go back into, into the history and into our ancestors of this continent, Africa is feminine. She mm. always has been. Mama she always Africa, will be. Yes. Mama Africa. Yes. Okay. And mm. is referred to as almost the mother continent, right? The motherland. Wow. Mm. Um, and, 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 and really, if you go back into, you know, antiquity, I mean, you had the Cleopatras, you had the, um, who was that other queen that, that was in love with King Solomon? Um, Oh, yes. from Ethiopia Probably you know the one I'm remember. talking about yeah mm. um these were these they they were leaders they were feminine mm. right deeply feminine but unfortunately what has happened in Africa is colonialism mm. right and colonialism has brought with it patriarchy yes so you know, I mean, and this is this is the subtle stuff that we probably haven't been tuned into, but now there's so, so much awareness of it. And so this mm. patriarchy was introduced into the continent. But here's the thing. The feminine never went away. Okay. Mm. She simply went underground. Mm. So she went into the marketplaces. Right? On mm. the continent. So if you want to, if you really want to sort of deep dive into preneurship on the continent, it's woman. We sure. have more female entrepreneurs or preneurs 
on the continent of Africa than we do men. That's very um, interesting. I didn't know that. Fascinating. Yeah. And that feminine, as we well know, is rising and she's rising fast. Yes, we can okay. feel her. We can mm -hmm. feel her. I mean, we mm. can feel her. And in the rising, so too is, is the continent. Mm. Okay. The motherland is coming back to her balance and her um, love and embodiment of humanity. This is the continent you want to be on, Lisa, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I'm very grateful to have been born where I was born, that my soul chose for me to come to come here, certainly. Yes. You're, no. Yeah. And it so, makes me just so, ex excited, so excited right? to have this conversation because it's everything that I feel every day and just putting language and words, but not in a, in a, construct, uh, a constricting way, right. but to yeah. what I go through every day with my mm. business. Like it's, yeah. I mean, balancing all the balls, like keeping all the balls in the air. Like where do you ask for help, but where do you mm. do it yourself? Where do you like, how do you market? How do you, do you just copy some template like some people? Or do you, yeah. you know, staying true to yourself is hard work. It's full on. Um, it's hard work, but it's intuitive. Exactly. And exactly. Is, mm. I mean, that's the one thing, if I share nothing else today, I will share. So this. I want to ask for tips. Like how do yeah. we keep going from a, from a true preneurship, whatever you put in front of that, as you said, whatever type of preneur you, you are, oh, yeah. how do we keep going? So always be in the space of creation because that is mm. who you are, okay? So, so you're always in the space of creation. The minute, and you really need to tap into that because your body will tell you that too. If you're in stagnation, right mm. then the, the the external manifestation of 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 well as within so without okay as above mm. so below so mm. as soon as you are stagnating or whatever mm. then i mean you're going to feel that in your body i do now and i know exactly where that's happening my energy levels mm. become affected mm. um i don't sleep well you know all of this kind of thing yes. i go into my head so i, I start I moving definitely... out of Lockdown yeah. did that to me. I I yes. I completely flatlined. Like I had it no sexual energy. I yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So um the, the beginning of, of lockdown was fine because I, I needed that time just to rest and whatever. But then yeah. it got like, oh, what is going on mm. here? But it's that as soon as I start moving out of my heart space and back into my head, then I'm like, oh, you're into stagnation here, you're into resistance. Um, and it's for me, it is this thing, I mean, so simple to say, but to constantly be in flow, Lisa, I mean, mm. um, and, but the flow of evolution, right? So no yes. river flows backwards. Okay. I mean, it flows yeah. forward. Mm. So, because if you, if you stop evolving, you know, I was, I was with a group the other day and we were talking about this evolution. They said, no, but you can also just be. You know, um, we were talking about relevance curves actually in business, mm -hmm. and I and they, I said, "Where are you on the relevance curve?" And they were like, um, "Well, we, we kind of just 
taking time out on the top of the curve. I said, no time out. <laughs> you know, mm. as in the minute you start taking time out, you are actually in devolution. Yes. Right? Wow. You're starting that backward slide. You constantly need to be, you don't, you don't have to do it at the rate of knots, but you mm. constantly need to be in this, in this movement forward. Yeah, which is why I'm, I'm rebranding mm. because it's the old stuff doesn't feel right anymore. It yes. isn't who it's I am. right in your body. It doesn't align with anymore no. with, yeah, it served a purpose for, for a time and you have moved, like yeah. evolved. Yeah, exactly. Evolved. So I, the rep representation of that has to be aligned. But, but again, also to, to, to use your intuition, just stop questioning mm. stuff and because that's mm. hate you know yes. and, and it's also yes. ego it's more yes. just i'm just gonna do this thing you know yeah. um mm. and 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 find your tribes okay find your yes like-hearted as well as like-minded uh, um i, I like that yeah and um that's so important that that is definitely the piece that keeps me going like being yep. able to speak to like-hearted and like-minded people about where I'm at and being yes. honest and saying this is what I'm struggling with and often it's one conversation and I'm back on track like yep. just having the conversation helps already 100 mm. percent. so to call on mm. those people and um mm. look and you know for uh, for a lot of us right now it is still the feminine you know, so my yes. inner circle is predominantly feminine, okay? Mine too, yeah. But I have to say, I've also started really tapping into kind of multidimensionality of relationships, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, to give an example of my, so I have another business, um, which is, which is way more, I want to say, quite linear. My business partner in that business is an engineer. So, and he, you know, and he's a boomer. Okay, so he comes from that boomer generation. Um, but what's amazing is, is with Richard, there's, there's, I want to call it enlightened intelligence, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. So when I need real kind of some logical thinking but it's not yes. stuck and practical. it's not old practical yes. that's the word yes um, yeah he is my go-to you know oh, that's and, beautiful uh, yeah yeah and and so there um, I found like wow okay um and I get very and he understands me and there's no judgment as to who I am he totally gets me as an as a as a person um mm. But he can, you know, he can bring some of that logic that I'm like, wow, okay, I was really out there. And I can mm. be being so galactic. I can be way <laughs> in the future and way. Mm. And, and actually what's so amazing in this partnership is when we're in boardrooms, which as we still know are patriarchal, um, mm. Richard sort of goes first. And, yes. and they're all buying into the, you know, the logic and the everything else. And then he steps away and he says, and now I'm going to hand over to Alison. He said, I think you need to fasten your seatbelts. And then but you give the color and the, <laughs> yeah. the and spark he says, to all of it. 
but be open. Alison is mm. the new. It's the, you know, she's going to take mm. you into these new spaces and it is going to be uncomfortable and whatever. So the, just saying, you know, think about in your businesses, the kind of energies um, and frequencies, very important, that you mm. you need and you want to bring in. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. That's mm. beautiful. And I want to ask one last thing. How does inspiration find you? Oh, listen, I'm, okay, I, I live in my imagination. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm, I'm a dreamer, right? I'm Pisces. So, mm. so I, I'm, I'm constantly in that space of, um, of being like, what are the possibilities and pushing uh, the boundaries um and that is an instant inspiration for me yeah if you if 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 i cannot be in a space and this was what i was saying about the the creative freedom hmm. if if i am co-creating with individuals who suppress that I, I just cannot be. I cannot be in that space. It doesn't matter how much money they want to pay me or whatever. I'm like, no. Um, mm. Because it's instant shutdown for me. Um, so that creative freedom is my inspiration. If I'm allowed mm. that space and given that space, I, I go there. Now, here's an interesting thing, however. Just because I'm inspired doesn't necessarily mean that it transfers into self-motivation. Mm. And here's the illusion, Lisa, that, that we all live under, okay? Mm. If, if I was to ask you this question, I don't know if you watch rugby, do you? I do. I okay. did. I don't as much anymore, but I do, did, yes. Okay, so so if mm. we just take the Springbok team as an example, right? I'm just going to, mm. you know, because we most of yeah. us relate to that. And you say, what is the role of Sia Khaleesi as the captain in a, in that Springbok team? What would you answer? Like, what's his role as the captain? I would say to keep the team together and communicating and, you yeah. know. Okay. So most people, when I ask this question, will say to motivate. Mm. The captain motivates the team. That is mm. a complete and utter illusion because no one can motivate you except you. Mm. That is the truth of it. People can yeah. inspire you, Yeah. right? So mm. Sia can be a massively inspirational leader and yes okay um mm. and i mean you can name i don't know how many others and 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 so people are inspired by that like, oh you know look he, he leads by example he's you know he's he's a good mm. guy he's all of these kind of things but that doesn't inspiration doesn't automatically transfer to self-motivation yes so what happens is a lot of the time if you think about it you know we set these new year's resolutions all that kind of thing and you uh. get to the end of january like so yeah. you were inspired by those. I mean, the inspiration yes. was there, but uh, at no point did it actually transfer into motivation, right? Uh, so for me, what I've learned over the years is that I'm constantly inspired. I mean, there's just stuff inside mm -hmm. me all the time. 
But then I recognize that there is a space between. Yeah. As, yes. As is 100%. Yes. Okay. So, you know, we know this the universe is uh, it's atoms, molecules, whatever. It's always space between. So, mm. that space between inspiration and self motivation is the, the kicker. Okay. Yes. Because then you've got it to makes, ask you. Yeah. Uh, no, no, well, you let me can finish continue. and then you can yeah. yeah, yeah. So so because then you have to actually step back and say, so so those New Year's resolutions, whatever, why did they not happen? Because you abdicated the mm. space between to something or someone else. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's just to bring it back to human design as well. The head space, so the crown space, is where we receive inspiration. And the ego or the heart center is where our motivation lives. And there is a massive gap between the two. So for me, the inspiration is like that spark. It's in spirit. It's like the spark you get. But what do you then do with that energy? Because the crown center or the head center is a, is a pressure center as well. So energy sort of flows in from there. But yes. then it's transmuted in your body, like, and you decide what you do with that inspiration. And for, I think you and I both have our arts or ego centers um, open, which yeah. means our motivation comes and goes. It's a way. Yes. Sometimes it's you're very motivated, sometimes you're not. But like, yeah. do you allow yourself that space to be in the low of the motivation and trust that the motivation will come again when it comes? And you will take action and aligned action when the time is right. But I so agree with you. And it's beautiful that in human design, it actually, yeah, it lives in separate places in your energetic body, inspiration yeah. and motivation. It's not, yeah, yeah. It doesn't... So, again, you become the observer, mm. right? I mean, exactly. for me, because that, that ultimate um, kind of catalyst is choice. Mm. It's yes. free will, you yeah. know? And that is, in, in essence, part of our God essence, right? Our creator, yeah. our creator spark mm. in us is mm. we have this beautiful gift of choice. So, exactly. So you go into this, yes, the inspiration is there, but why is it not happening? Wow. Uh, oh, again, the inner work, internal um, focus, as within, so without. So, yes. so I chose beautiful. somewhere along the line to go into victim, into blame, mm. into uh, someone else will do it for me, space. Yeah, why did that creation stop happening yeah. or that, Correct. yeah. And yeah. I, this quote that I read, I wrote it down the other day. I read it in my uh, Womb Awakening is the book um, that it comes from, but it's from Meister Eckhart. And it says, what does God do all day long? God lies on a maternity bed giving birth. Isn't that and so I was cool? unsure if I should share it, but you keep saying the creator, the creator, and the creator of energy. And I'm like, I have to share this quote with you. Because um, it's exactly so that. Like, where do we stop that creation process within yeah. ourselves? Yeah. Yep. yep. And so, yeah. so, so wow. that is for me the the, the 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 illusion that we all have to become aware of is, is mm. you cannot be motivated by someone else. Sorry, if you yeah. are well, good luck. It's a long wait. Yes, um, there's a direct it, line that you need that's on the inside. That, yeah. yeah. Well, and and yeah. then unfortunately, mm. you know, if we take that out into the collective of humanity, you know, 
and again, it is shifting and, and, and we say, you know, mm. hallelujah for that. But there are no saviors. Nobody's coming here to do it for no. you or, or save you or whatever. Yes. It's all about mm. us going internally yeah. and, and, and yeah, being the, yes. you know, being the masters and mistresses of our destinies. Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow, Al, thank you so much. We've I've taken up quite a bit of your time, but this was such a an enlightening conversation and you've given me so much to think about. Cool. Yeah. And well, thank you for your your um sharing about Africa and yeah, I just I feel like warm and fuzzy just thinking about the continent that we live on and all the opportunities and the fact that we are not stagnant that we are yes. birthing new things all the time which is so it truly awesome. freaking exciting and yeah. we're leading the way we are leading the way yes. and um yes and yeah and just to say lisa i mean you know just join the join the circles but you know you don't have to do this on your own is is exactly i think the parting message here. yes um, Oh. We're all on this odyssey. Exactly. We're all walking each other home. Isn't that, yes. that the, the saying? Yeah. So beautiful. And so, so thank before you. we say bye, where can mm. people find you? I'll put the details in the show notes as well. But okay. just um, if people want to work with you, mm. yeah, get a hold co-create. of you. Co-create with me is my, is my yes. space. So okay. co-creation or, or, or collaboration is, is where mm. I'm at. And um, okay. okay, so yeah, the website is Alison Godnia, all one word, dot com. Okay. Oh no, dot co dot that one. Um, mm -hmm. And then my other business is, is Gap Metrics. So it's mm -hmm. G A P M E T R I X. And that's gapmetrics.com. Okay, good. So those I'll get are the, that right in the show notes that everyone yeah. can find you in the right place. Yeah. No, awesome. So those are the two websites. And mm. then um, on Insta, look, I am on Facebook, but I, honestly, I'm not resonating with Facebook at all anymore mm, i completely um, understand yes yeah so so just mm. alison godnia on on um on insta i'm i'm not you know what i'm sure it's an interesting dynamic but i in my new iteration that's coming i'll be way more active on on insta um okay. but very welcome to to find me on insta i'm just not like active active, active. active. yes um, no problem. That, that will be changing. And um, then email address, which you have, I think, but it's my yes, surname. I'll put that in there as well. Yeah. And, and then All right. also happy just to make contact on WhatsApp. I tend to run my awesome. life on WhatsApp. <laughs> awesome. I'll put your number in the show notes as well, if you cool. don't mind then. No, cool. absolutely no problem at all. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time and your just wisdom and guidance and mm -hmm. for sharing your experience with us yeah that's a you. pleasure thank you for the opportunity and you and i will speak soon in a co-creation definitely definitely cool <laughs> have Thanks, a nice Lisa. day you bye. too bye Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please give me a review so that others can find this space too. Lots of love.